0: You're listening to incorporating superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Back to incorporating superpowers today. Well, again, you're going to be in for another treat because my guest today is Andrew Bryant, and Andrew has well, the conversation we were having before the show was uh, just absolutely amazing. The places that he's been, the the, the world over that he's traveled. The expertise that he carries in the world of the, in the in the world of self leadership and what that means for business today. He's also the author of a new book called The New Leadership Playbook, and he's here to share some of the insights that he's gained over the last oh, good night, twenty some odd years of traveling the world and working with different clients. Andrew, welcome to the show
1: today. Well, thank you, Justin. Great to be here.
0: This is. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun because a lot of what we were talking about before the show really resonates. And One of the things that you were talking about was the, the concept. You've gotten known as the, the self-leadership guy in, in a lot of different circles, right? And, and some of the pushback that you were seeing was like, well, what does that mean for, well, actually leading people? And I love the response you gave, which was you got to be able to lead yourself first before you can lead others. This is what you were saying. So talk to me a little bit more about your experience in the self-leadership world and and why this book, The New Leadership Playbook, came about.
1: Certainly. Well, I've been talking about self-leadership since since the 90s, and uh, it really wasn't well understood uh, at that point. In 2012, I published a book, uh, Self-Leadership, How to Become a More Successful, Efficient, and Effective Leader from the Inside Out with Dr. Anna Kazan. And in that book, we defined self-leadership as a practice of intentionally influencing your thinking, feeling, and actions towards your objectives. And uh, if, if you'll allow me to deconstruct that a little bit, because Please. the analogy is from the great Zig Ziglar, the American uh, motivational speaker, who used to say, motivation is like taking a shower. The effect is not permanent. And forgive my terrible <laughs> Southern American accent. Um, but Self leadership is a practice. I, I've been talking about it for nearly twenty-five years, but every now and again, my wife will tell me if I'm having a meltdown, go self leadership yourself, because I have. It is a practice. We're all we're all triggered by our environment. We, you know, we carry baggage from our childhood and our early experiences, and we have to practice being intentional about our thinking, feeling, and actions towards our objectives and so that assumes we have objectives we have goals we know where we're going we're wanting to be the best version of ourselves which i think will resonate with you and your audience is becoming the best version of yourself and the fact that we we own our thoughts and our feelings they don't own us oh. um and and that that's that's a big reframe for a lot of people who want to blame how they think and feel on their upbringing on their on on their circumstances it's it's always somebody else's fault That's the absence of self-leadership. The absence of self-leadership is blaming, complaining, and playing the victim.
0: Mm, I absolutely love that. In my language, the language that I've used for the last decade or so is is the concept of self-dominion, right? You you have the tools available to you. If you've done the reading, if you you understand these things… You're still gonna falter, right? I love the fact that you are like when your life looks at you and goes, "Hey, you're having a meltdown." Self leadership yourself, right? We 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 have the same practice in our household of like, you know what? See for yourself. Go go. It's our meditative practice. It's our it's our practice that helps us center ourselves because we do carry all the information. When we when we want to stop being a victim, we can start leading ourselves and recognizing that we can find the way out. We don't have to be dependent on anybody. I love that.
1: Yeah, and and it's not easy, and this is why I call it a practice because you know from the moment we're born, we 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 come into the world. Our mother brings us after carrying us for nine months, and a midwife or a doctor brings us into the world, holds us up, smacks us on the bottom, and we cry, which perhaps is an indication of what's coming next. But then within a few moments, we're given a name, a nationality, an ethnicity, and possibly a religion and a football team to follow. We've been framed, and so. We spend a lot of our lives, not that our parents didn't try and do the best for us, hopefully they did, not that our teachers didn't try and do the best for us, but it, we have to discover, well, what do I think and feel about this? And that takes a lot of work. And it's yeah. super easy just to default to previous experiences. So being a self-leader does take a daily effort.
0: Well, I agree. I agree. Folks, we're going to dive into some of this on the backside of the conversation to find out Give a little insight into what the new leadership playbook looks like, some of the things that you can do in your life right now to start taking steps to becoming your own leader in your own life and cracking out of those old behaviors. But before we do, Andrew, where can people go find more information about you?
1: Uh, the easiest place is selfleadership.com. has pretty much links to everywhere. If you just want to zero in on the book, it's the newleadershipplaybook.com, available through all your online uh, bookstores
0: fantastic folks stay with us because we're we going to get back we're going to dive down this rabbit hole even further because uh, well this just seems to be a day that i'm picking on the guys because this is a second interview that i that i'm going to do this i think we need to examine this men especially i think are super guilty of of just abdicating and they don't know about it they don't realize it but we are we have and we continue to do so and this is i think we're going to able to crack the code on the backside of this conversation conversation stay with us Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Rekla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to SuperpowerExperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Andrew Bryant, and he is the author of the New Leadership Playbook, talking about self-leadership. And before the break, I left you with the hanger of like, I'm going to pick on the guys, and I am because, you know, men have been dominating the world in the leadership field for forever, right? And I, I don't know about you, Andrew, but the state of the world under masculine leadership has gotten us to where we're at. And I don't believe that's necessarily the greatest place in the world. I and now I admit my experience is from limited perspective, because I've been to Afghanistan, I've been to Iraq, you know, I served in different countries in a war zone. So I've seen the underbelly of what that, that masculine energy can look like. Where do you think we set with the as the masculine continues to evolve? Where, do we, where can men, especially, where, where, where should we start in our own self-leadership to start creating something, dare I say, better and new?
1: Well, I, I work with men. I work with women. The subtitle of this book is Being Human While Successfully Delivering Accelerated Results.
0: Beautiful. Now, if
1: we're going to generalize and stereotype, men tend to be more task oriented Women tend to be more human or relationship orientated. This book says you have to be both. So when I work on, on developing executive presence for women leaders, I'm getting them to step up and, and project more. When I'm working with alpha males, I'm getting them to be more empathetic. So it's about finding that balance. For both men and w- women, when I'm, I'm coaching them to step up into leadership, I give them a mantra, which is, I have nothing to prove, only things to improve, and this is is really important. Particularly the men suffer with, and we 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 use the term ego. Actually, it's 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 we're we're misusing the term. We're talking about being egocentric. If you have self leadership, you actually have a healthy ego. You're okay with yourself. You have nothing to prove. When we are when our ego is fragile, we become egocentric. We have to be center of attention. We demand, demand, demand. And, and that's because we're not feeling okay about ourselves. When we feel okay about ourselves, we can take feedback. We can make the adjustment. We can be more agile. And in this book is how to lead people, how to get, get past that, that fragility so that you can give them the feedback so they can be the best version of themselves. They can be a better leader. So men need to understand that they're okay, that they don't have to be the alpha male. They don't have to control and dominate to win and collaboration is key and the women need to learn to lean in and step into the space so both genders need to do some work
0: oh absolutely i love the fact that you brought it back to human and and literally i just the interview prior to yours it's almost the exact same conversation from a slightly different angle and and i love the fact that you bring up the fact that Men need to be a little bit more empathetic, women need to be a little bit more vocal, right? And 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 we need to learn how to work together to harmonize new ideas, new concepts, new ways of doing business to be able to evolve beyond just the concept of how do we make more money?
1: Yeah. Well, and and that is just one one metric. Making money is is one metric. And, and there's you know, there's been a shift, and I talk about it in the book. You know, just going for shareholder value is, is going to be very limited for a business. Um, and and businesses with heart, businesses with purpose are being more successful. There's lots of data around that. Um, in the book, I reference uh, some research by McKinsey from last year who were looking at the future of work, and they looked at 56 deltas, and a delta was either a, a behavior or a mindset that we're going to need to be successful. of that 56 deltas was around digital fluency. Surprise, surprise, we're in a digital age. 25% were self-leadership capabilities, 25% were interpersonal skills, and 25% were cognitive skills, our ability to to make decisions, to, to work through the complexity of the world that we're in. So it is a holistic approach. And I think riffing off a little bit about this male thing, when I wrote the 2012 book on self-leadership, my co-author and I got very frustrated with the leadership trait theory, which is leaders are like this. I mean, you go onto LinkedIn or Facebook and you see the meme, leaders are this, leaders are that. Well, actually, leaders are human. And and leadership is a work in progress. It's it's a verb rather than a noun. Um, And so… I get very frustrated when I'm asked, well, who's your best, you know, who's your favorite leader? And I go, well, it depends. It's it's a matter of context. Did they adapt their style for the context and for the capability and motivation of the people that they were leading and that flex- flexibility being okay to say, okay, I need to adjust the way I'm doing things if I want to get a result.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Folks, this is good stuff. You're going to have to go pick up a copy of the new leadership playbook because this is the yummy goodness that you, if you haven't started to dive in for yourself, you need to start diving in for yourself because uh, I had this, this, this thought come the other day and I actually posted about it, but it's the concept of that. If we're not continuously evolving our consciousness, we become irrelevant. And in that self-leadership space is, is, is where, where we do that in understanding how we operate, who we are, what we, what our capabilities are, and how to pull ourselves out of the muck and mire when we find ourselves in the hole and not knowing what to do,
1: Sure. Well, there's a strategy in the book about that, and uh, it's a, and it's a. Let me share it with you as a, as a gift to your audience because you can apply this straight away. And I, it's the three A formula. I love acronyms, and this one is AAA: accept, adjust, advance. Accept. It is what it is. Right. Um, you have to be you know, a, a realistic optimist, right? Being an optimist in and of itself is, is not sustainable. Optimists actually make terrible decisions. You need to be a realistic optimism. We have to accept. And the analogy I use for this is you know, right now in the US, in fact, worldwide, there's airline disruption. And I, I I've, I've had issues myself. I travel a great deal and, and planes are delayed and planes are canceled. And you see two different people turn up at the desk. One person's ca- phone, you know, their plane is cancelled and and the, the, the lady behind the desk or the guy behind the desk is trying to help them, but they're yelling and screaming, you know, kind of, don't you know who I am? Don't you know I need to be in this town at this time and I'm, I'm important? Yell, 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 scream, scream. But the point is that the plane isn't there. It isn't going to take off. The yelling and screaming <laughs> isn't going to make any difference. And the second person turns up and says, look, you're having a tough day. I'm having a tough day. What can we do? What is available? What are my options? What are my choices? Now, which one gets the better service? (laughs) Which one gets
0: the better seat, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which one gets a seat at all? So we have, you know, we have to accept the reality. We have to adjust our behaviors and then we can advance and move forwards, right? Yelling and screaming like a child in a supermarket our way isn't the way that we should be behaving as grown-ups.
0: No, no, exactly. And the world is gotten a lot smaller than what it is, which means that you know, just because you think you're important doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that you're important in the person's life that you're yelling and screaming at. I absolutely love that, folks. This is um, this is good stuff, and, and Andrew, thank you for that. That that was uh, a, a, an amazing gift that you just gave the audience to listen to that folks and put that into your life right now. It will change the way you see and interact with the world. Uh, Andrew, one more time before we cut off, where can uh, where can people go find more information about you and your, your books?
1: You can find everything about me at selfleadership.com, or if you're a LinkedIn person, I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. And if you're just focused on the book, it's the newleadershipplaybook.com.
0: Fantastic, folks. Go pick up a copy of the book. Take a look at what Andrew doing. Give him a call. Reach out if you're looking for new ways of bringing self-leadership into your life, your organization. It's time. It, it's, it, it is time because it's time to shift. And until next time, go out there, incorporate your superpowers so you can change the world. Take care.